What about the Twinkie? Welcome back to the Hold Up What podcast. After a gorgeous weekend, mild temperatures, sunshine, a healthy dose of relaxing, went for a good run with the hound. We're back on a Monday. A little exhausted today. I was up with, I was up all night in Tummy Ache City, as they say. So I was up and down a few times, but Brady um, was new, knew I didn't feel well and laid across my stomach around like 3 a.m. on. He's never really, he never really does that unless I'm sick. So I think he got the hint. Like I ain't feeling too well. Came over, laid across me. So, um, but I did go down a rabbit hole over the weekend. And I know this is usually a military Monday, but the more I dig deep into the Maui situation, right? The Lahaina fires, the Maui, Maui wildfires, more crazy shit starts coming out. I mean, you can hear it on the news, but the news ain't giving you all the information. Like, these are first-hand accounts of what some of the shit that's happening. And like, yeah, it's on Twitter, or X, as it's called now. And Twitter doesn't really have the regulations it used to, so who knows if it's true or not. But these guys are bringing videos. They're showing videos. TikTok, of course, is TikTok, and it can get out of control. But there's videos of shit just blowing up. Uh, There's drone footage of the fire just missing trees and just burning houses down which i kind of get because houses are like kindling and like fires a little harder to fucking burn but at the same time the whole island is scorched but then there's these sections that aren't burned at all except for the houses so we're gonna get into this and then the new thing i'm gonna try which i'm gonna track is the 369 method not the song (laughs) but we're gonna get into that so with all that being said i know that was kind of a long long long-winded intro We're going to get into the This Date in History, August 21st. History has its eyes on. It's kind of funny this one came up because August 21st, 1959, Hawaii became the 50th state to join the United States after a plebiscite. I've never seen that word before. P-L-E-B-I-S-C-I-T-E. Plebiscite? In which more than 93% of the residents voted in favor of statehood, Dwight President Dwight D. Eisenhower, Ike, signed a proclamation admitting Hawaii to the Union. This was a significant moment for several reasons. One, Hawaii's statehood marked the culmination of centuries of Polynesian migration, Western exploration, monarchy rule, a period of U.S. territory, and finally statehood. Number two, Hawaii is the only U.S. state composed entirely of islands. Number three, it is the southernmost state and holds the title for the northernmost point of the Polynesian Triangle in the Pacific Ocean. Insert Zach Galifianakis meme from The Hangover. The culture, traditions, and spirit of aloha brought by the Hawaiian state add a rich tapestry to the American cultural mosaic. The state's location and specific identity play a unique and strategic role in both military and trade affairs. Since then, Hawaii has grown to be known not only for its natural beauty, surf, and luau's, but also the center of diverse cultures and a rich tapestry of traditions. History has its eyes on me. So I started this new thing on Monday, which is today. Uh, I read about it on Saturday, Friday night maybe, Saturday morning. Started reading about it. Um, one of my friends at work, he's the contractor. He's kind of a, he's a little out there with his ideas, but he does this thing called the 369 method, right? And what it does is every morning, it sounds kind of stupid on like explaining it, but it makes sense a little bit. 
So what you do is every morning you wake up, right? And you write down three things. You write down the same thing three times. And it could be something small, big, but it's like a goal basically, right? So you write down something that you want to achieve, whether it could be long-term, short-term, whatever. And if you go on TikTok, there's people that do short-term ones. Like, I will not spend money today. I will not spend money today. I will not spend money today. You write that three times. And then in the afternoon... Like right after lunch, you write it down six times. And then at night before bed, you write it down nine times. So altogether, you're repeating this thing 18 times, right? It's kind of like a, wouldn't say a chant, but you're kind of like burning it into your head at that point. Whatever the, whatever you write down is, it's supposed to, the trick behind it is that it's tricking your brain. It's kind of just f- fire hosing your brain into focusing just on that. So like your entire focus, your mind, I'm not going to say the word, <laughs> But your whole attitude towards life kind of gears towards getting to that goal, whatever it could be. It could be anything. There's some ones that are just very bland and generic. Like one dude, he wrote, I'm thankful for the abundance in my life and being healthy. And he writes that three times a day, then six, then nine. And apparently he's like never been healthier. Like he's like, I feel great. I, um, you know, I feel happy. I feel fulfilled. I'm not stressed out when I work out or go for a run because he was like a marathon runner and he can't do it anymore. So it's kind of like broken his brain to think, to be happy with what he can do. Not so much like, oh, I can't believe I didn't make, I only ran 15 miles instead of 26. Like 15 miles is still a, an accomplishment. So he's like happy about that. Other other people write down very specific things. Like, like I said, I will not spend money today is like the one I saw. And there's other ones like, I will not eat candy today and stuff like that. Or like, I will save $2 every day. I will save $2 every day. And you just keep doing it. So that's the idea behind it. So the psychological perspective is that repeatedly writing down and visualizing a goal can reinforce one's commitment to that goal. This can help in focusing one's efforts and resources towards achieving it. From a psychological standpoint, repetition can create a form of self-suggestion or or auto-suggestion, which can influence one's beliefs and behaviors. There's also a placebo effect attached to this. So there's no evidence that it does work or doesn't work. It's just kind of one of these things like, hey, it worked, although whatever was going to happen was going to happen anyway. You know what I mean? So you're just attributing it to that. But in the end, it would have just happened. So that's kind of the the opposite end of this. It's like you can repeat whatever you want the entire time. It's not going to happen. But if it does happen, it's not because you repeated it over and over again. So this goes down the route of like positive thinking. Like if you think, if you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, you'll perform better, all this stuff. So it's just about visualization and like picturing yourself do it. When I used to play hockey, this is a good example. And I used to tell people this, like I used to tell my dad this and like people wanted, when I described playing, right? Because they're like, it looks effortless to you. Like you don't seem like you're stressed out when you're out there. Like it seems like it's very natural. And I'm like, I, I couldn't explain it back then. Because I was like, obviously like 15, 16, 17, even when I was like in my 20s when I was still playing, you couldn't explain it, but it's like you're, you see it, you see what you're about to do and then you just do it. There's no like, is this going to work or not? Like, no, I'm doing this and it's going to work. What? And then like, you're already, you're like three steps ahead. So everything you do, it looks like it's, it just looks smooth because you're like, I know where I'm going to go next with the puck, right? I know where I'm going to move. I know where the goalie's going to be. If I go over here, this is going to happen. And like, you're, you're seeing the entire field, basically. That's kind of what this thing is. It's like, you keep repeating this stuff over and over again. It just becomes how your mind gets wired. And of course, there's a lot of skeptics saying none of this shit is real. It's just one thing to trick you. The, the law of attraction is not a real thing or it's, it lacks empirical evidence. Like there's some evidence it works, but it's one of those like, it's going to happen either way. So you can't really use that as evidence. So we're going to try it out. Um, 
maybe one day I'll share with you what I'm writing down every day. But for the most part, it's something new. Keep you occupied because sometimes work is boring and work was one of those days today. The whole office was out. There was like four of us there. <laughs> it was it was a slow day. And I mean, we made the we, we had fun. It was very uh, intimate. I guess it was because there was only four of us. So like we were all in the same conversation the entire day. There was never a point where like one conversation was going on over here. Another one was going on over there and the phone is ringing. Like everyone was kind of just, we were all just hanging out working together. So that was fun. It's just a very malaise kind of day. So I'll keep everybody updated on that, but we're going to move on to the Maui situation, which is not looking good from the people on the ground. We're going to get into it. So according to people that were there, like residents, people that survived, um, not news reporters, not people that came in after the fact, like these are boots on the ground. Like these people were there, like living it as it happened. Now they're talking to the news outlets, right? And they're the what makes social media great, right? For all the things that's wrong with it is that anyone can turn into a journalist or report something because they're the ones that are there. You don't have to worry about a reporter going in, getting some of the story, not all of it, only talking to some people or like getting an official line fed to them. You don't have to worry about any of that. If someone can just pick up their phone, record themselves and what they saw, record their experience, it goes a long way. And who would you rather listen to? Someone that's been there, lived through something and saw it firsthand or someone that comes to you looking for a story, looking for something interesting, reporting it back to editors in you know LA, New York, DC. They get their editors look at it and like, oh, we're going to cut some of this out. We're going to cut some of that out. We're just going to give them the good stuff. You know, we're going to give them the only the good news. You know, we're not going to put an exact number on the deaths. We're going to say like the death toll is is rising. We don't have an official number. Stuff like that. The officials are still working on it. So it doesn't sound as bad, right? That's the problem with, I don't want to say the mainstream media, but that's the problem with the mainstream media is that they also have an agenda and they have to comply with that agenda. And they also... They want to keep you hooked. So they're not going to give you all the details up front. They're going to give you bits and pieces and slowly leak things out. So you keep your TV on, you keep watching, and then you get the breaking news, Chiron and Wolf Blitzer sliding across your screen, who's got to be a fucking hundred years old at this point. But there's people that are updating on TikTok, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, or X. I'm always going to say, I'm saying Twitter from now on, so get used to it. Um, They're saying that, and these are firefighters, like some of them are firefighters, they're government workers. They're saying that the fire hydrants were dry. That's like a fire, a fireman's account is that they tried fighting the fire. They would go set up shop to fight the fire and the fire fire hydrant was off. They're also reporting that fire marshals were out of town. So like the head of the fire department is not there. Like they live on an island. Where could he go? Kind of thing, you know? The mayor, the mayor and the governor were out of town. The people that were trying to evacuate were told not to evacuate and to stay home. Cops did not have their bullhorns. There weren't any firefighters in the streets directing anybody. The emergency siren system, which is designed to withstand earthquakes, tsunamis, wildfires, did not sound off at all. There was no real warning other than your neighbors telling you, we got to get the fuck out of here. And you look up and there's a, there's a wall of fire. The wind directions were being falsely reported. School was canceled. So no, all the kids were home with no parents. So the parents got evacuated without being able to go back to their homes to get their kids. 
So a lot of kids died. Estimated hundreds of kids have burned alive, or at least missing still. The fire burned in a perfect circle, avoiding the most expensive real estate. That's one of the craziest things I've seen, is that there's drone footage, and it looks like the fire just stopped along that the most expensive houses, like the ones that are right on the water, you know, like the millionaire row kind of thing. The fire just stopped. And it's a straight line. There's not like some of the houses burning. Like there's a straight line where the house it just didn't touch those houses. They're still green. Molten metal was next to intact trees. So molten metal, you can't even get close to it without burning yourself. So a tree is definitely going to fucking scorch if it's near molten metal. But there's pictures of molten metal sitting there and a tree right near it. How does that happen, right? The media downplaying the, sever- downplaying the severity of the situation, including a total death count. Like I said, they sugarcoat things, right? They want to keep you occupied. Because if they say the final number is 836, it's going to be outrage. It's going to be mayhem. And also, people are going to turn it off. Oh, it's 836. That's all I needed to know. See you later. But if you keep telling them we're still counting bodies, we don't know the numbers yet, stay tuned. You're going to stay tuned. You're going to keep it on until you get that final number. You know what I mean? You're going to keep watching over and over again. That's what they want. They need your eyeballs. Key city members took out insurance policies for the fire right before the fires broke out. Reports again. These are people that work in the insurance company on the island are saying that people took out fire insurance or they loaded up on fire insurance. They they put more money into their fire insurance about a week or two before the fires broke out. This one, obviously, because, you know, Amazon's going to fucking buy everything. Amazon slash Bezos bought $100 million worth of property, claimed it as a donation. People are like, oh, yeah. he like." And then, again, you see it in the news. You're like, oh, Be- Bezos donated $100 million. It's like, no, he didn't. He didn't donate the fucking money. He's going to write it off as a donation and all that stuff. He bought the property. So now Amazon owns that, owns that portion, which is going to be great. I can't wait to put a fucking warehouse there and they turn all the fucking locals that are still left over into Amazon workers. That'll be great. <laughs> great beachfront properties of Amazon warehouse off in the distance. So all this stuff makes you think something's up, right? And I'm not saying one way or another it is, but if you look at these things individually, you're like, all right, that's just bad luck. Like the fire hydrant's running dry. Maybe they ran out of water. Seems fishy. The fire marshals were out of town. All right, maybe they're on a trip. You know, like those two things maybe could have happened. The mayor and the governor were out of town that night. The mayor and the governor, you know, like not one of them was there. People trying to evacuate and told they couldn't evacuate and to stay home. I mean, there's you can you can make up excuses for this, right? Like the cops don't want if there's firefighters trying to get into the situation, you don't want the roads backed up, right? You want people off the road so the fire trucks can get in there. But people are saying that there weren't any firefighters in the street. They were just being told by cops and stuff like, no, stay home, go turn around, that type of thing. So if they're being told to stay home, to stay out of the street so the fire trucks can move in, then there should be firefighters in the street, right? But then people are saying that there weren't any firefighters in the street. And the firefighters are like, yeah, we weren't in the fucking street because the fire hydrants were dry and we didn't have our fire marshal, who's like the boss, telling us where to go. So no one knew anything of what to do. So you add all this stuff up. You're like, how did this all happen? You know? Like, if this is the wildfire season over there, shouldn't there be like a deputy fire marshal? Someone that knows what to do, a plan, something going on. And then the emergency siren system. So again, if one of these things doesn't work by itself, fine. But then you add all this stuff up from people that were there saying like, no, none of this stuff happened. Like none of this worked, like nothing worked the way it was supposed to. Like not one thing worked. People were diving into the water to get the fuck out. And the emergency siren system is built to withstand earthquakes, tsunamis. These things are fucking huge. We have them on military bases. These things are designed to withstand shit for this reason. So when all else fails, when the internet goes out, the TVs go out, shit's going down, these things can still fucking go off. 
and you can hear the sirens, you can hear announcements, everything. Didn't work. Awesome. For context, we have, I don't know how many, I don't work. It's part of the communications. There's people that I work with that work on those things. There's like fucking 65 of these things. And they one of them goes down, they have to stop what they're doing to fix this one thing. Like it is important that they all work. Not just like, oh, well, you know, we lost three of them today and you know out of 65 only 40 of them work it's like no no no. everyone every one of them needs to work 100 percent at all times so like yeah and they're expensive school being canceled and the kids were home and the parents were at work that could be a coincidence but like there's got to be a reason the school was canceled it can't just be the school was canceled and i don't think anyone if they're gonna light the island on fire wanted to kill the kids you know like i think that's just a coincidence that just happens that was weird My screen went to screensaver for some reason. Um, Where were we? And then the fire burned in a perfect circle. This, another drone footage, right? So if they, they took a drone, they flew it over, and you see all this burned wood and everything. Burned houses, not burned trees for the most part. And then this thing zooms out. Like it goes as high as it can, and it's a perfect circle. It's as perfect as a circle could be for a fire. So it looks like the fire was started in the center. And you're like, all right, well, if a fire starts in the middle, it's going to burn outwards. But it looks like it was pushed outwards. Like it looks like the fire was burning and being pushed outwards. So another thing to think about. And again, if this is happening by itself, it's one thing. Maybe they surround, maybe the firefighters surrounded the fire with fire, with, with hoses, put the fire out in a circle, right? But the fire wasn't working. The hydrants weren't working. The firefighters didn't know what they were doing. So you're like, all right, how the hell did they contain a fire into a circle? And it's like, they didn't contain anything because the obviously the island burned completely down. So how the hell did it burn in a circle? And you're like, ah, that's what I mean. It just raises questions. And I'm not saying if it did or didn't happen, but like for real. And then of course the media down playing the severity of the situation including total death count again we went over that to get keep the keep the viewers locked in key city members took out insurance policies for fires right before the fires started breaking out again by itself you're like it is wildfire season makes sense but then you look the governor the mayor were out of town the fire marshals weren't there the fire hydrants were dry people that tried to evacuate weren't allowed to it didn't touch any of the property, the expensive property. And you're like, all right, something's fishy, right? Like something's up. There's something going on here. Then you got this dickhead Bezos. And this is where the, this is where the water holding comes in for the mainstream media. Because he owns Washington Post. He owns a media company. Like, yeah, no one reads the newspaper, but there's a reason he owns the Washington Post. It's so he can control narratives. It's all about control, right? Like the what is it, uh, Virginia guy, the singer guy, the uh, rich men from north of Richmond. That that song, that's like number one because it makes sense. That's the reason Bezos owns a media company. He could spin this stuff. He could spin it how he wants. So he's they're spinning it. Oh, he donated $100 million. It's like, yeah, that's not really how it's going down. He's going to ask for either a kickback. He's owning the land. And I don't know if he's obviously, there's no deeds going in. But if you put $100 million into something, you're going to get you're gonna get a return. So on paper and what he wants you to know, this PR team is saying, yeah, he donated $100 million. But in reality, what's happening is that he's giving $100 million and he's expecting something in return. And that's probably going to be a massive chunk of property that he's going to fix to the his vision or you know what i mean like it's it's like it's like yeah you just you just bought property like that's what you just did so sketchy is all hell so again these things individually not bad you add these all up even if how many of these what is there 15 of these things even if six of them are true right six of those things together you're like someone had to have known something three of them you're like all right coincidence right like some of them aren't really related like the kids staying home the wind direction 
being falsely reported and the mayor and the governor were out of town. You're like those three things aren't really related. So if it's only those three three things that are true, you're like coincidence. But then you're like the fire marshals weren't there either. All right, that's four things. It's kind of hard to be a coincidence. The cops didn't have bullhorns and the sirens weren't working. You're like, all right, that's six things. That's fucking problem. Like either someone really dropped the ball or someone knew some shit ahead of time. And again, not saying either way, because I don't want to get banned on TikTok. I don't want my videos taken down. I had like a thousand views on that one video. I got taken down because I said the magic word. I said the long form, long form version of DEW. So we're going to avoid that. But it was probably a direct energy weapon if you're asking me. Anyway, we're going to let you guys go. I'm telling you, got to keep your third eye open here. There's a lot going on, a lot behind the scenes. And like I said in the beginning, would you rather listen to somebody that was there, that saw it and witnessed it and lived through it? Oh, excuse me. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Talking burping into the mic. Um, Would you rather believe someone that's there, that saw it happen? Or would you rather listen to the news tell you, we don't know yet. Keep watching. By the way, here's a fucking advertisement for some generators because you might need those in a fire. You know, it's they're just trying to sell you. So I prefer people that have been there and that are see it, that are witnessing it and that are reporting from rescue shelters over there, you know? So we'll see. I'm going to keep you guys updated because it's an ongoing situation still, but we're going to let you guys go there. Hopefully everyone has a enjoyable Monday. We're going to close the book on this thing. let you guys go on a lighter note so your existence is a symphony of moments experiences and emotions even in silence your soul sings a song only you can hear celebrate that melody for it is the beautiful anthem of your life